Previously on The Mark, Toby Kane has a power, the ability to turn anyone he touches into a superhero. But after his partner, Denise Clarkson, was wounded on a mission, he vowed never to put someone in danger again. But the crime-fighting duo made some waves with the criminal underground. And just because Toby and Denise are gone doesn't mean they're forgotten. Hello? Anyone home? Oh, hey. Doorbell. Hello? Hello? Looks like I need to do this the other way! Just a moment. Almost there. I'm coming! Oh. Uh... Hello, son. How can I help you? And before you say anything, no. I don't want to buy anything. Unless you have them thin mints. But you don't look like a Girl Scout. Oh, and vacuums. I don't need one. But if you're selling vacuums, you are welcome to come inside and give a demonstration. Is that what's in your bag? My bag? Oh, no, it's actually sort of a gift for Stanley Newman. Do you know him? He's my son. Is he home? No, but I expect him home any minute now. May I come in? Supersonic Pod Comics presents The Mark. Episode 4, If We Get Out of This Alive. By Ben Avery. What's wrong, Puddleglum? Yeah, yeah, I'm coming, you little furball. Sound like I do want to bring home a stranger. Well, Miss Clarkson. That's because there is someone who's a stranger to the little furball. Who are you? What are you doing in my apartment? You don't recognize me? Is it the helmet? Recognize me now? We've met before. It was painful. You took out my enhancements at the old library. I spent weeks recovering from that. I... I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh, sure. Just keep that up. You need to leave before I call the police. And then keep moving after you leave, because the police are going to be on their way. Cute threat. Listen, Lady Ninja, you can play this however you want, but you're coming with me. I'm not Lady Ninja. Seriously? You're gonna keep up the denial? I'm not Lady Ninja. It's Lady Vigilante, thank you very much. Both names suck, but the new one's stuck. Alright! The problem is, my boss says you don't have powers of your own, do ya? I do not. Aw, boring. I was hoping we'd get a chance for a rematch. 
<laughs> oh, that's still a possibility. Uh, nice one, but uh, you really think? Ow! Okay, enough's enough. I ouch! I warned you. You may not have power in you, but you do got fight in you. That's nice. But let's see how you hold up against this. Slightly more fun than I expected. But like everything else in my life, over way too soon. Ah, nuts. Now I got a carrier. So, this episode of the podcast will be a little bit different. No guests or listener calls. We're taking a break from the lights in the Chicago land sky and the so-called beast men in Alberta, and of course, the superheroes. Lucas in the chat room just put a sad face. I know you like the superhero stuff, Lucas, but for this episode, I'm going to get a little bit personal. In my book, I devote a whole chapter to an experience I had when I was a kid, just 13. But I haven't gone into great detail about this on the podcast. Now, if you have read the book, don't worry. I'm also going to reveal a few details over the next few minutes, so hopefully this isn't just a repeat of something you already know. I wrote about this experience in Chapter 5, the Lost Time Chapter. This happened when I was living in New England. My father and I were driving from Andover. As we were driving, the car just died. It was the strangest thing. And in front of us was this man just standing in the darkness. All right, speaking of losing time, sorry, live streamers, but there's someone at the door and my husband isn't here today to answer it. <laughs> That's true, Lizard King 316 This is one of the dangers of recording at home in the middle of the day, but things like this are common for most podcasters. We make podcasting happen around real life. Lucas says he's planning to start his own podcast soon. Well, Lucas, get ready for things like this. Anyone who listens to the live stream has heard me say, life happens and life comes first. So, off I go. I'm going to mute the stream, everyone. Sorry, this shouldn't take too long. Coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Sorry, I grew a little impatient. I'm glad to see you're home, though. So, first things first, I have to ask because... This is going to be really awkward if the answer is no. I mean, I'll be absolutely mortified with embarrassment, but is this the Kane house? Are you Maria? Maria Kane? Toby's wife? Maybe I should introduce myself. I am Firestarter. You know, like the Stephen King book. Because... I can do this. You realize Firestarter was a little girl? No, that's the whole reason we went with the Stephen King title theme was so one of my partners could use the codename Running Man, and so Running Man and I could tease our other partner. We call him Dolores Claiborne, but get this, even better. He ended up taking the name Tommy Knocker. 
Well, it's funny if you know our friend. He's kind of an idiot, and he insists on code names, and... <clears throat> I'm digressing. I apologize. What do you want? You don't know, do you? You really don't know. You don't know about your husband and his activities with Denise Clarkson. Oh, you have got to be kidding me. What? Are you her husband? Boyfriend? You got yourself all dressed up to come after my husband like some kind of... supervillain? Well, no. I actually am a supervillain. I mean, I would think the cool helmet with the skull on it would signal that to you. Anyway, I don't know anything about an affair between Mr. Kane and Miss Clarkson, but they do have a unique relationship, one we intend to capitalize on. But don't you worry. We intend to capitalize on your relationship with him, too. Hey, come back here. Okay, put the knife down. You're only wearing a helmet. It doesn't look like you're wearing any body armor. You probably didn't think I'd actually put up a fight, did you? I'll be honest, I didn't. Listen, I'd rather not use my powers. When this is all over, your husband may not be in the best shape. Or, well, alive, even. For that matter, it sounds like your marriage is on the rocks. And let me tell you, I know how fragile marriages can be. Communication. That's the key to a good marriage. And it sounds like good old Toby isn't really communicating. But no matter what, you're going to want your house after this is all done. Just think of not fighting back as an investment in your financial future. So come with me calmly, willingly, and you'll still have your house to live in as a widow or to split in the divorce settlement. You are not very funny. I know. Listen, I really don't want to be stabbed, so let's just put down the knife and... No. Fine. Violence it is. Ah! Let's see how my new toy works. A grenade? Sort of. Instead of a pin, a pinpoint accurate stream of fire giving heat to a chemical reaction that will render you uh. unconscious. Blast. Wish I had Tommy Knocker's muscles about now. I wonder how that idiot is doing. Can I get you anything else? I'm sorry, I don't have much. Stanley and I are simple people. <sighs> no, thanks. You know, my grandma made tea like this. Nice and sweet. Is your grandmother still around? Nah, she died when I was a kid. Some sort of liver disease. I never really found out. Mom didn't like to talk about it. I'm sorry. I'm glad she left you with some good memories. Just the tea. She was not a nice lady. Drank all the time and not the tea, if you know what I mean. I believe I do, yes. 
I'm sorry Stanley is taking so long. He's been looking for a new job, you know. He worked at the supermart that burned down. Did you hear about that? Yes. Yes, I did. So, he's not on the most regular schedule. Ah, there he is. Stanley, your ears must be itching. We were just talking about you. We? What do you mean, Ma? Why, your friend and me. Sylvester and I were just having some sweet tea, and I was telling him some stories, and... You! Whoa, calm down. Ma, get the phone. Call 911. We need to get out of here. Seriously, calm down. I'm not here to hurt you. Stanley, I'm getting the impression that Sylvester here isn't exactly your friend. Let me explain. Please, I volunteered to come here to get you because I just had to talk to you. I, I'm here because I have some questions and I have a warning. I promise, bro. Stanley, what's going on? I don't know. You should probably still leave the room and get the phone. Get ready to call 911. Mrs. Newman, I was sent here to kidnap your son. I was one of the men who burned down the store. I'm one of the men that they started calling the Scullions on TV. But there's a reason I'm not wearing my helmet today. I wanted to talk to Stanley, man to man, face to face. Stanley? It's okay, Ma. I think we can trust him. Just keep your phone ready. Okay, Mr. Boulder. Why are you here? Uh, for this mission, I'm Tommy Knocker. You said your name was Sylvester. I, I, I lied about being Sylvester. I'm, I'm sorry. Tommy Knocker is my code name. What's in the bag, Tommy? Are you here to hurt me? Or my mom? No, I'm telling the truth. Listen, I, I don't have a lot of time, but when I leave, you need to get out of town for a couple of days. You and your ma. After two or three days, you won't be of interest to my boss, because by then, our true objective should be taken care of. True objective? Yeah, the guy who gave you the powers. We were sent out today to grab the three people we knew were most connected to him. Uh, his, his wife, uh, the girl that we think is Lady Ninja, and you. We know who you are, but we also know you got your powers given to you and that you have probably only gotten them once, haven't done anything with them since then, because if you were the Power Guy's new partner, you would have been out after us the last few weeks while we've been supervillaining. While we've been supervillain, supervillaining. Is that a... Am I saying that right? While we were doing bad guy stuff. You know, you've heard of us, right? The Scullions, because of our skulls on our helmets. I think it's kind of cool. You seem to think that you know a lot. Look, my boss is going to get this power guy, but you're low importance. They don't need you as long as they get him. And anyway, they're probably expecting me to screw this up. So just answer my questions and then I'll just leave empty handed and tell them that you were already gone or that you were escaped or something. And then you and your mom just go on a vacation. I don't know anything about the power guy. Ah, that's good. Keep pretending like that. I'm not pretending. Ah, that is also good. Look, it, if my boss gets the guy, he won't be interested in you at all. I promise. I'm saying I can't answer any questions. Oh, but my questions aren't about him. They're about you. Me? Yeah, the people that I work with are not good. The scientist guys are happy to experiment on me, though. And they started with this exo-robot arms or whatever. And then they put little machine things into my muscles and on my bones and... Now they've even upgraded that, and it's really messing up my body. 
but I can't feel any pain, so they're okay with it. And they don't answer any of my questions about my rash and about how my body bends all weird when I use my power. And they don't care that I can't feel anything between my belly button and my jaw. Seriously, watch this. What are you doing with Ma's picture? Look at my hands bleeding, but I don't feel a thing, bro. Ah. Oh. Nuts, I didn't think that all the way through. I was just trying to be dramatic, but I'm kind of making a mess here. Here's a towel. Wrap your hand. Thanks. Anyway, they just don't care, but you... I was trying to smash your head in, and you stopped to give me advice about my rash. So I asked one of the scientists, because I can't exactly go to a doctor's office with this stuff, and I offered him a few thousand bucks to do some actual tests on my health. They found out that I have something wrong with my heart. It's unnormal or something. I can't remember the doctor words for it. I'm glad it worked out for you. You're the only one, man. No one cares about me. Not my boss, not the scientists, not Firestarter and the Running Man. We're doing a Stephen King thing for our code names this time around. Not even Janice, the chick that Boss Man pays to be my girlfriend. No one but you. I just want to know why. Wow, that's a big question. Or it's a big answer. Or... Listen. It starts with something that C.S. Lewis called the weight of glory. C.S. Lewis, I know him. He wrote that uh, Lion, the Witch, and the War Robe. And a lot of other stuff. Anyway, he basically says that humanity is created in the image of God. And if we could see everyone as they truly are, we'd be awed because even though people have some pretty awful facets, they carry the weight of God's glory. Even me? Even you. Everyone. You, me, my mom, Janice, the running man. There's more to it than that, but for me, it's as simple as God loves you. So I want to as well. I... I... I don't know what to think about all of this. Can I get you two some more sweet tea? Sure, Ma. Thanks. Tommy, how much time do you have before we need to go, uh... on vacation? Well, I was given an hour before I had to return. And call me Dave. Are you here? What? What happened to the door? What's that smell? Something burning? Oh, crap. No. A knife? Yeah, that's my Maria. She's a fighter, but she lost. Or she'd be here. Who is she fighting? What's that? This device. It's like a sci-fi grenade. Or maybe a real one, I guess. Maybe grenades look like this, but... Her computer's still on. She was streaming! Looks like she paused the stream. But there's still someone in the chat room. Let's see. Hello? Hey, you're, you're back, Maria? 
ooh, you're bringing me into the call. Yes, I knew waiting an hour would be totally worth it. Hey, Maria, I can't wait to hear the end of your lost time story. I read your book and it sounded so freaky. Then again, I experience lost time all the time. Like, okay, one time I was at a bar in Toledo chatting with this total babe. And the next thing I knew, I woke up in an alley behind the bar and five hours just poof, gone. Also, my wallet was gone and... I mean, that's probably nothing paranormal for me, right? I mean, what would aliens want with my credit card, a $5 bill, and my Subway Rewards card? Hello? Who's this? Hey, you're not Maria. Who are you? Are you one of Maria's listeners? What's happened to her? Did she say anything? Whoa, whoa, okay. Let's see. Um, I'm Lucas, and yes, I'm a listener, obviously. And um, I lost track of your questions. Who are you? I'm Toby. Maria's husband. I just got home and the place is empty and it looks like there's been a... Lucas, you were listening to our podcast live stream, right? Please, just tell me what happened. So, I'm not on the podcast right now? No, sorry. Now please, tell me what is going on. So, all I know is that about an hour ago, maybe a little less, because I'm about halfway through that new Were Orca movie. Oh, you know, the, the one about the guy who turns into the killer whale man. This is where Orca 4, Blue Sky, where he gets the DNA of a blue whale and a bat and attacks Tokyo. But I think they filmed it in Grand Rapids? Shut up about your stupid movie. I don't care. Just tell me what happened. Whoa, whoa. Sorry, man. Let, uh, let's see. Uh, the movie's at 49 minutes right now, so it must have been about 55 minutes ago. She paused the stream because someone was at the door. Who? What did she say? Do you know anything else? No. I, I, I just stayed on the call because after she was done telling her story about lost time when she was a kid, I was hoping she'd be willing to talk about superheroes. Not that I know anyone who is a superhero or anything. I just wanted to talk in vague generalities. No specific... It's gotta be Boyles. They figured out my secret. Edison... Call Denise. Hey, you've reached Denise. Hope the message you're about to leave is good, but I'll get back to you, good or bad. Oh, crap. Mrs. Newman, thanks so much for the tea and the hospitalism. You're welcome, son. Come back anytime. Stan, you're gonna leave town, right? Yeah, I guess. What's in the duffel bag? You never told me. Oh, uh... Oh, that's a gift for Stanley, isn't it? Yeah, this is for you, Stan the man, but, uh, I don't think you'll actually want it. What is it? I don't remember what the scientists called them, but I call them exo-robot arms. They attach to my arms and shoulders and torso to make me really strong. This was the first thing they used to give me powers. See, your hands go in these glove things, and those loops wrap around your arms, and then turn them on, and boom, you're like Robocop. Uh, from the waist up, anyway. I was going to give them to you for just in case. It was just growing dust in the lab, so I stole it, but uh, after you told me all that stuff about people carrying God's weight and stuff, I don't think you're going to want something that makes you punch hard. You're right. But I appreciate the thought. I might. Ma. Never mind. I gotta go. Thanks, Stan. You're the man, really. Thank you, Dave. 
Come on, Ma, let's pack. Where are we heading? Vegas? The Grand Canyon? My internet boyfriend lives in Anchorage. We could visit him. You have an internet boyfriend? You don't know everything about me. I guess not. You'd think I know that. Denise, are you here? Hey, Cat. I wish you could talk. Looks like there was a fight here, too. This is just what I was afraid of. So, she got into a fight with... Who? Speedy Guy? Might, mighty Wind, I think? What am I asking you for? You're a cat. Edison, answer. Denise, is that you? No. She loaned me her phone, though. Not that she had a choice. Nor did she have a choice when we used her thumbprint to activate it. Who is this? Someone who wants to meet you. Face to face. By now, you probably know we've taken some people very dear to you. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Denise Clarkson and Maria Kane are both here. With me. What, did you kidnap them as some sort of bait to bring me in? I sent an operative to get your other accomplice. Stanley Newman was the name, I believe. But he is gone. That guy? He doesn't know anything. He was a convenient ally for a moment. We'll see if we need him. So here's what's going to happen. You're going to come to the supermart. You will meet my team there. And you will accompany them back here. And then we're going to play a little game of show and tell. You're going to show me what your power does and tell me all about it. Oh, I'll show you all right. You're going to regret this. Something tells me that the regrets will belong to you. You never should have gotten in my way. But I'm glad you did, because I believe I will have a use for you. And your power. Oh, and I doubt I need to say this, but no police. I mean, their standing orders are to ignore you anyway. Come alone. I will make you pay. You know what I appreciate about all this? There was no attempt to feign ignorance. How refreshing. Your partner tried to. Your wife, though, really was ignorant about your extracurricular activities, wasn't she? I'll see you soon. <sighs> what am I supposed to do now? I wish I could just give you my power and set you loose on them. But I did that once, Puddle Glum. It was bad. It was real bad. No, looks like I'm going into this one alone. Hey, hey, are you awake? I am, but 
I can't see anything. Lights? Yeah, no lights right now. Just that television. I think there's someone over there watching it, but I can't see them. Who? Where? Sorry. I have very few answers to the old journalistic W5H. Let's start with who. I'm Denise. Denise Clarkson. I'm Maria Kane. (gasps) Who? Maria Kane. Wait, just a minute. Denise Clarkson? You're the woman my husband's been. Right this way, Mr. Kane. You have no idea how excited I am to finally meet you. Where's my wife? Ah, let's get the lights. Miss Kane and Miss Clarkson are both just this way. Toby? Along with the other person of interest. The reason you are walking through this lab instead of being wheeled in on a gurney for dissection. Toby? Maria? Toby, please tell me what is going on. Oh boy. Antonise. Hey. Hey, Toby. Met your wife. Wish it was under better circumstances. The reunions must wait. You and I have business to attend to. Please, I came as you asked. Let them go. No. Something tells me I am going to need leverage in this situation. Come this way. I used the people you care about the most to bring you here. Because of this. What? This machine? Look. Through the glass. What? What is that? The person I care about the most. The one person I love in all the world. And you, Toby Kane, are going to use your superpower to help do what none of this technology has been able to do. That's... that's not how this works. I can't bring back the dead. She is not dead. But I believe she needs the boost that your superpower can give her. It doesn't work that way. It will. It will, you insignificant knack. I have the best technology humanity has pulled together in our world's modern age of wonders. I have technology in this room keeping her alive that may not even be from this world. And none of it is good enough, so you'd better pray that your superpower does what I hope it will do, because if it doesn't, the three of you will not leave this place alive. Oh boy. The Mark, Episode 4, If We Get Out of This Alive, is a production of Supersonic Pod Comics. Copyright 2020, all rights reserved. Written, created, and produced by Ben Avery. Featuring the voice performances of Paul Walsh as Toby, Danny Size as Maria, Catherine Zerwinski as Denise, Evan David as Stanley, Pam Avery as Ma. Stephen McDonald as Firestarter. Evan David as The Running Man. Ben Avery as Tommy Knocker. Nathan James Norman as Mr. Boyles, with Dave Clement as Lucas. Featuring Urge Foregoing from
from the album Grayscale and Lighthouse by Paradox. You can find the Lighthouse EP and the Grayscale album on Spotify, Bandcamp, or wherever you find your music. All music was used with permission and is copyright by its respective owner. To find out more about Supersonic Pod Comics and to find new episodes, please visit supersonicpodcomics.com. Please join the conversation with the cast, crew, and community at facebook.com slash supersonicpodcomics, on Instagram, where we are supersonicpodcomics, and at supersonicpod on Twitter. Supersonic Pod Comics would not be possible without the support of our Kickstarter and Patreon supporters. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out our Patreon page to find out how you can support the creation of more Supersonic Pod Comics audio dramas and get access to exclusive bonus content. Just go to patreon.com slash supersonicpodcomics. Joseph Arthur Classen or just Papa to the grandkids In retrospect, the best example I ever had of how a man lived Certainly imperfect, but offered all the love one can give So that's the standard for a boy whose father's left him stranded Always held his family dear Never met a stranger though And quicker to shed a tear than he was to let his anger show Tender-hearted and sober, no one had known him to drink But with a nose scarred from days taking blows in the ring Honorably discharged from the Coast Guard due to injury So you're the other woman? No, 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 no. He has been keeping secrets from you, but it's not like that. And for the record, I've been telling him to stop lying to you for a while. Wait a minute, did that guy say superpowers? As in, Toby has superpowers? This really isn't the way you should have found out. Toby has superpowers? Yeah... More or less. If we get out of this alive, I'm gonna kill him. Hello, like the grain of wheat that unless it dies will never grow. Falling asleep beneath the sheets of a bed of snow. So when things get the urge for going, you have to let them go. Each goodbye sets the stage for the next hello. Like how the blood of martyrs waters the message sown. It's the way of the world that nothing's set in stone. So when things get the urge for going, you have to let them go. I